Shay, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sips with Shay. I am your host, Shayla, as you know, and of course, I am sipping on some great tea, and I have an amazing guest named Nella. Nella, say hi. Hi. <laughs> so we are sipping on yogi tea, and it's called Positive Vibes, and I taste a lot of citrus fruits. What do you taste? Um, well, yours is gone, but tangerine. Tangerine. Okay, tangerine. I taste. Yeah, I taste the citrusy tangerine mm. orange. High vibration. Um, you have a tag on your yogi tea, or do you not have a tag? On I do, tea? and it <laughs> fell inside the cup. Mine is gone. I don't so. Know what mine is. Y'all know that that Yogi T has those little cute messages. We're going to see if Nella can read hers. If not, we just go. It says, when you act with compassion, you'll never be wrong. Okay. How do you feel about your message today? That one speaks to me because that's what I'm all about. Okay. Acting with compassion. It's funny because compassion is such a big thing. And I've learned, definitely as I'm getting older, that... People, it's easier to show compassion to people outside of you when they fuck up, when they do something you don't like versus when you do something you don't like. It takes a minute. Like, damn, we beat ourselves up and down. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, why can't I show compassion to myself? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from, but I was just thinking like, <laughs> I told myself compassion, be compassionate. Um, So today's episode, if y'all remember last Thursday, I was telling you about, you know, absent mothers or basically the mothers who drop the ball with their kids and they leave these holes where they feel like, you know what, mommy, you didn't give me what I needed. So I'm grateful that Nella is here, not just because she's an amazing vibe, but also because she is a mother and she's a young mother and she can relate to the energy of my mom or my parents didn't really provide a safe space for me to just ooze out of who I am. So first, Nella, as a mother, how do you feel you mother your child based off of your mother mothering you? Um, I mean, I feel like... I'm so sorry. No, we don't apologize. <laughs> yeah, Take don't your time. Apologize. There you go. Um, Take your time. Hmm. Well, what are your mothering techniques that you instill in your child? Oh, well, I just, honestly, I I do try to, like, um, think back to the way that I was raised. And I do actually look at the mistakes that my parents have made and try not to make the same mistakes, basically. Try to give my son basically everything that I wanted mm-hmm. anything that I missed out on all the necessities that mm. I wanted basically things anything that I guess yeah emotionally not even if I'm cause my parents were there financially for me mm-hmm. it wasn't no like I don't I don't know how to explain it um no, it's okay. So you said the necessities. So what are some of the necessities that a mother should be providing to their child? As a mother. As a mom. Yeah. You, um, if this, I was going to say a listening ear. That makes sense. It does make sense. Um, support. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, compassion, just like the- <laughs> like Yogi <laughs> said, yeah. facts. But you said that you're giving him the necessities that you did not get. So now my question to you is, what were some of the things that you wish your mother oozed out 
on you more. Those exact same things. Okay. Passion, <laughs> support, and a listening ear. Um, my mom, I felt like she moved that. Her favorite word of saying, she loved to say, um, you think I don't know who you are? I already know who you are. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, okay, how do you know who I am? We don't talk. Okay, <laughs> okay. You only know what you see, and yes. what you see could be very deceiving. Yes. Ooh. Zip <laughs> so, on that. Yeah, okay. Honestly, it's like even if you feel like you know, and every time that my mom probably guessed and she was correct, I'd never honestly let her know she was right because I felt like I don't think you get to have that because I didn't get to. Wow. T- you didn't really ask me. Okay. It's not even like it was a secret or something like that. If you would have came to me and asked, mm-hmm. we could have talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if um, because it's actually gonna go into your next um podcast about sex. Yes, it is. Like even about sex, you know, my mom felt like she knew when I was having sex. Yeah. She would come out and like really ask me. Like it was kind of like she was telling me or um kind of trying to accuse me of something but it wasn't even on something like at that time i was having sex and she was correct like yes i was having sex but the day you were saying i was having sex wasn't when it was happening so so um it was just stuff like that do you wish that your mother openly said nella i don't know who you are but i want to get to know her how would that have made you feel? I'd love that. I'd love to have that type of relationship where me and my mom could have spilled tea together. Yes. And, you know, for me to get to know her past and know who she was when she was a kid. Because I feel like I know nothing about my mom before 1996. Wow, okay. <laughs> so you, so now I have a question. You, has your mom ever created a safe space where it's like, Nella, woman to woman, mm. I want to tell you about me. So that you could see who I am and how I was. And that's why I raised you to be. That never happened? No, that never happened. I think the most I got out my mom or probably a lot of people have gotten out of their Caribbean mother is, oh, well, when I was your age, I was taking care of all my siblings. Okay, (laughs) okay. That seems like the most famous line. And my mom used to say that a lot to me. So that's the only thing I feel like I know about um, her as younger is that she said she used to take care of her. Her brothers and sisters. Okay. Raising up. I mean, that probably played a part in the way that she is now, too. Maybe she had a lot of responsibility brought onto her at a young age. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she made me feel like I should have a lot of responsibility brought onto me at a young age. And I probably didn't take on that. Like, I didn't, I wasn't cooking for the whole house Mm -hmm. at 14 or 15. I wasn't cleaning the entire house or mm-hmm. looking after my older brothers, mm-hmm. you know, because I was the baby. Mm-hmm. But because I was a female, my mom, I guess, expected me to have just to do certain things. And I wasn't with uh-huh. that. <laughs> so now I have a question. Um, I find that it sounds like your mother was projecting her upbringing on you. Mm-hmm. Like, because I had to clean the house, you need to clean the house. Because I raised 18 people, you need to raise 18 people. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like, Mommy, why are you trying to put me in your shadow? Like, let me let me burst out. I don't need to be who you want me to be. Did you mm-hmm. ever feel like that? Yeah, I used to tell my parents a lot that <laughs> they don't let me um, be my own person. That I don't have my own identity. Um, and so... They never want to hear it, though. Like, mm. it's um, my father's um, 
one thing my father always used to say is we've been there and we've done that yes so we, we already know what you're supposed to do yeah and how you're supposed to live your life yeah and this is the way like hey we already like when we got pregnant with you we already had this planned out for mm-hmm. you until mm-hmm. the day that you die not even the day that we die like even after we're gone you still gotta follow the script wow <laughs> okay and so wow does, does that feel like a burden though like that it, sounds like that would be very heavy to bear it is um I hated it growing up, and it's always something I was trying to change about my parents. Like, um, for them to see me as their Nala, not their, not just their daughter. Um, to, like, get to know what I like and get to know the things that I don't like um, and to know how to, because I feel like, like, even me as a mom, I want to get to know my son as an individual so that I could know how to address him. Okay. Basically. Because yeah, he is a child and yeah, he needs to be obedient, but I might do something that might piss him off. Okay. And if I know that this is something he doesn't like Mm -hmm. and it's not even like a unreasonable ask. Okay. Why would I tell him no, because you're a child, you don't get to ask of that. Talk about that. (laughs) No lie, Nella, my mom, would say, because I said so. That's it. <laughs> Have you ever heard those? Yeah. Because I said so. And it's like, or or like what I've noticed with moms and definitely my mom, if I say that you did something that hurt me, it's kind of like moms have this energy, like you're my child. Your feelings don't really matter because I'm here as your mother to guide you. So I can't do wrong. You could piss me off, but I can't piss you off. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you want to create a safe space, keyword, a safe space for your son to be like mommy I didn't like that you did that Mm -hmm. and how a lot of moms or moms that I've met they'll apologize first they'll be like I'm sorry that I did that but nobody really says okay how do we move forward together have you ever had your mom or have you ever felt so safe to be like mommy that hurt my feelings I don't need you to apologize I just want us to move better forward have you ever been comfortable enough to even come to her on that type of vibration? I haven't felt comfortable, but I have gotten to the point where me and her have got like I've gotten tired of certain situations and I like I I did recently call her and I was like, honestly, I wanna let you know I didn't like this. Mm. I don't like that you do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe we need to find a way to work with each other. Yes. Like, if it's where, you know... Because my mom, she likes to gossip a lot. Okay. And sometimes I feel like the way she bring, delivers the message, mm-hmm. it's not the same way I delivered it to her. And it might... It's just like um, telephone. I was about to say that. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I'm telling her something, but when she tells it to somebody else, it's not even, not it's not even close to what I said, but it's, it's just taking out of context, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that causes a lot of trouble mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. the home. And so I always, I try to tell her, like, I don't think that's like a, a positive thing. It causes arguments. Yes. Unnecessary arguments. Yes. And I'm not there for that right now. Do you ever... So, 
I know, like, usually with telephone, the reason why telephone gets so fucked up along the way is because somebody, your perception is your perception. Mm -hmm. So what you hear, I may not hear, which makes it so amazing to be a human because you're entitled to hear what you hear. But have you ever been like, mommy, this is what I'm saying. Now, (laughs) repeat what you heard me say so we could be on the same page. Like, you don't have to go tell auntie that <laughs> Nella said she's going to shoot up the club. Like, but what I actually said was, mom, let's sit down and have tea. Like, <laughs> you ever had those moments where it's like, mommy, what did you hear me say? No, but that sounds interesting and that might be something I might try in the future. Because mm-hmm. I do. Because right now we're not speaking. Um, and I how does that like, make you feel? Um, Actually, this is I don't feel any way because something that's normal mm. um, that goes on in my house. Okay. Um, but I did tell my dad, I don't know if she heard me say, I do want to try to have a better relationship with her because I realize she's older and I'm younger. Yeah. I can change. She can't. Do you believe that? Do you believe I that do. your mother cannot change or she just doesn't want to? There's no. a big difference. I feel like after a certain age mm. and after a certain time of you practicing something, mm-hmm. it's really, it's not even that she can't or that it's impossible. It's really tough. Mm-hmm. And unless that person is willing to or whatever, you can't really force somebody to change. Agree. And I don't think she's, I think she's way past that stage where she's, she can. I don't think she, she can at right now. So do you accept that as, okay, this is just who my mother is? I'm trying not. I don't want to, but I'm trying to. Why don't you want to? And why are you trying to? Because I don't, like. Breathe and get it out. We, we, we just talking. I know I literally just said that she can't, but I feel like she, I don't feel like it should be that way. I feel like she, sh- I think there's 1% of me that feel like she can. And so that's the part that's getting angry and aggravated all mm-hmm. the time. But then afterwards, that 99% of me is like, okay. This is who she is. This is who she is. And I need to accept this because this is, we're going in a circle. Mm-hmm. If there's a certain time, I'm the dummy. Mm. <laughs> because I'm basically testing out, it's what they say, it's... um. It's like a scientist testing out a hypothesis over and over again, mm-hmm. trying to get a different result. Mm-hmm. It's this—it's not going to change. What do they say? Insanity is defined yes, by doing the same thing over and over, hoping mm-hmm. and thinking you're going to get a different result. Yeah. And it's like, no, if you keep kicking a dead cow, it's not going to become alive. It's, yeah, it's, it's dead. It's dead. It's But it's funny that you are hopeful for your mother. And I think that part of you that's hopeful is the little Nella inside of you (laughs) that's like, mommy, I still want you to be a part of this. Like, I still want you to see me bloom and blossom and grow. And you're, you're not open to receiving the Nella that I am today because the Nella that she raised is different because now Nella is a mother. Mm -hmm. So now there's energies and there's things that y'all may have to talk about because your mother already mothered. Now you're mothering. And it's kind of like, Ma, I need to feel comfortable, safe, and secure, protected, knowing that I can come to you and you're going to give me concrete uh, words or evidence or results to something versus me being detached. Like, I always feel like moms need their moms when they're becoming mothers. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it's interesting that you say this is something that happens. Me and my mother don't talk. But that is your, that's your foundation. Yeah. 
Like that is your stumping ground. So it's unfortunate that like moms nowadays are like, this is who I am and I'm not changing. But it's like by you not changing, you're shortening the time that we have together. Yeah. I always told her that. I was like, it sucks that we can't have that relationship. And I could tell that she wants that relationship where we can come together and talk. Mm -hmm. um, and for me to come tell her things that's going on in my life. But I always tell her, like, it sucks that we can't have that. Now, I'm big on vibration. So when you keep saying, like, I can't and it's not, you invite that energy more. And don't apologize. You know, we don't apologize. It's just an awareness. Like, I'll be like, this is just what it is. Like, when people say this is what it is, you know what it really means? Mm -hmm. I am afraid to do anything different. And different is unknown. And unknown is terrifying. So I'm going to just be who I be. I'm not going to switch. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to try to move in a different way because this is what I know. And, and, and it's been working for me thus far, which is now the question is, do you feel that you may have to initiate the breakthrough between you and your mom? Definitely. I'm one definitely has to change and definitely have to make our relationship. Like I have to be the bigger person, basically. Now, how does that feel? The child, <laughs> like, think about that, people. The child has to be the bigger person for their parents so that healing can work. It sucks. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd expect... I feel like instead of me learning from her... Mm, say it. It's more of her learning from me. Okay, then. And... I'm confused, honestly. I don't. That's very aware. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I am lost in this world as much as she is. If mm. she is. Um. But like my parents said, they have been here and they have done that. And so, if we was able to have a better communication, a better, a safer space to talk things out, I feel like I'd be. I'd be able to learn a lot and I probably wouldn't make a lot of the mistakes that I have already made in mm -hmm. the past mm -hmm. or that I'm going to make in the future. Mm -hmm. um, no, you answered it. You can breathe on that. That was, that was enough. <laughs> you said it all. <laughs> you said it all. But I know for me, my dad wasn't a big factor in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and then I realized, like, I thought I had all these issues with my dad. And then I started doing root chakras and solar plexus chakra. And I, I started looking into my chakras. And then I realized, like, holy shit, this is mom trauma. Mm. And this is stuff that my mom didn't give me. And, okay, now my mom is alive, though. So how do I, how do I heal with her? And what I've learned is some people don't want to heal with you. Like, sometimes you got to do that shit with your tribe. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes you got to do it with a therapist. You got to do it with spirit. But the person that you want to help you in the healing process, they're usually the ones that's like, I'm not. I'm not doing it. And one thing I want to ask you, or another question I want to ask you is, do you ever feel like, I can rest in my mom? Like, if I'm with my mom, I could just rest in her presence, in her bosom. I can, I can, I can purge and just be vulnerable. I could be little Nella all day long when I'm 
with her. Have you ever felt like that? Anytime I'm sick. <laughs> okay. So that's when the nurturing comes out? Yeah. Like, I, at the end of the day, you know, your mom's your mom. You know, your mom is... I don't know about... I can't... I guess you can't say for everybody, but I know that my mom is going to have my back at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but what but about the beginning of the day? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the beginning of the day, and it's how she has my back, I Okay. Because um, my mom, she always used to say, I'm not holding no secrets for you. <laughs> it's like, damn. She mm-hmm. said that. Even when I was a little kid, like, yeah, I'm not going to hide for you. If you did anything, I'm snitching. <laughs> like, I'm straight telling. Like, yeah, I'm not hiding no secrets for you. Nothing like that. But did that make you feel safe enough to come to her with things? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely not. Mm-hmm. But I guess it helped me learn um, accountability, responsibility, own up to my own thing. Like, I'm the type of person now that... If I say something, or if I do something, and if I feel that somebody might feel negative about it, mm-hmm. I'll go to them and let them know before, I'll try, let me say that, I'll try okay. to let them know mm-hmm. before somebody else get a chance to do it. Mm-hmm. Because that's the type Makes of mother sense. my mom is. She'll try to beat me to it. Okay, okay. So, it's like now that, you know, I. Yeah, it's a negative thing, but it I guess I benefited from the way that my mom was. Okay. Maybe that make I don't know, maybe she was teaching me a lesson. Okay. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with learning a lesson. <laughs> You said something that I think every person would be like, not every, but the majority would be like, your mother, my mother is going to have my back. Mm-hmm. Push come to shove, she's going to be there. But why does it have to be a push come to shove? Why does it have to be at the end of the day? Why can't it be, I went to my mother on some shit and she was just like, I'm here. I'm your mom. Come to me. Don't go to, come to me. I remember we had a conversation and we, we, we had this conversation where you was like, you, you, you test the waters. And it's like, you don't have to test the waters, but you do. And I know for me, I would lash out because I wanted attention. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the attention of my dad, so I wanted to be validated. Have you ever felt like, okay, y'all not seeing me, so I'm going to do something for y'all to see me. Validate me. Um, With my parents? Mm. Wow. I never really thought about it like that. Now that I'm trying to look back, I guess maybe it was a cry for help from them. Mm-hmm. Like, um, trying to get their attention. Because low-key, in my mind, I always felt like I wanted to not have their attention. That way I could get away with a lot of stuff. And, okay. You know, but I was terrible at it. <laughs> maybe okay. I was, maybe I was on purpose subconsciously. Like, But... Do you now? Because you already answered. It's funny how you answer the questions and you're like, wait, what was the question again? Do you now, as an adult, do things to get validation from? Oh, as an adult now. From them? No. What about from the outside world? I think so, yeah. A lot from the outside world. Um, Sometimes I feel like, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm not being seen outside. Like, Mm. I'm overlooked, maybe, um, that I'm invisible even sometimes, or not even heard. 
yeah a lot i feel like i'm not heard a lot i feel like i speak but nobody really like they hear me but they're not listening there's a difference yeah and i'm not even trying to be on some cocky where like oh i know better than a lot of people i don't think that i know better than a lot of people but it's times where I know things and I'm telling somebody something and I'm telling you to do like, I don't know if it's because they feel like I'm just a picky person or I need things to be done a certain type of way because that's just the way I am. But I'll ask somebody to do things in a specific way for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. And they would totally ignore me and Mm -hmm. try to do it another way and then be like, oh, you got to do it this when it's like. So for nothing. <laughs> so now I have a question. As a child, when you would express yourself, did your family be like, "Okay, Nella's speaking. Let's give her attention." Nah. So do you feel like now, knowing that, knowing that when you were a child, you would speak, and your mother or your parents didn't create a, a space where it's like Nella's speaking. Let's listen. That that has trickled down into your life as an adult. Like, yo, I be saying shit and y'all not hearing me. Um. Yeah. And that, um, cause now I feel like, like now I'd be like, what's the point of talking? Sometimes mm. people be like, I won't ask for help. That's a big thing okay. of me now. Like, I don't know if it's cause I used to ask for help as, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I used to ask for help as a kid. Did you get it? No. Hmm. It's so crazy. Cause it's like, um, for example, when we're going to school, we're supposed to do our homework. Mm-hmm. But who's supposed to help us with our homework? Our parents, right? Correct. But, you know, for some reason, for some parents, they just expect us to just do our homeworks, go to school, and get A's and mm-hmm. all that. And mm-hmm. they, they're they not there to help us. And it's like, you don't know how tough it is for me in school. You know, like, I watch kids struggle mm. in school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you getting that help at home? Like, mm-hmm. what is your parents help? And they're probably not. And they're probably on your case yelling at you, getting angry at you for having bad grades. But it's not even your fault. It's like you just can't process the information properly. Mm-hmm. You need that individual one-on-one help mm-hmm. that the teacher can't give you. Mm-hmm. And your parents won't give mm. it. <laughs> Keyword, they won't give it. Wow. So it's like, <laughs> I used to... My parents was basically like that. My parents wanted me to get straight A's and do all this and be the best in the class. But are you helping me with the information that they're giving me? Are Mm -hmm. you taking the time out when I get home to be like, hey, did you do your homework? Or do you need help with your homework? Mm -hmm. Okay, hey, let's do this. Like, yeah, you put me in after school. Did you ask me, oh, after school is supposed to do your homework but did they do all of it with you mm-hmm. like i'm a kid i'm a one to not do my homework <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> that's just in me but you have to be on top of it and if you're not you can't expect me to be on top of it because i'm a kid so when i go to school no one do my homework now i'm a fool around in class now i'm a fail now you're angry at me exactly for but you were not there to assist yes. me in what i needed and it's crazy because i used to ask i always remember this my brother's gonna hate me for saying this, but 
I used to ask my brothers for help when I was younger, and their response was, I didn't get any help when I was younger, so. Wow! <laughs> oh, that's gonna have to be a part two. <laughs> oh, shit. That's deep. <laughs> like, well, they didn't help me, so why would I help you? Yeah. And people don't know how to give what they didn't have. So if they didn't have help, how, how are they supposed to think, you know what, I don't want my sister to not have this. I wanted this, so let me give her this. Mm -hmm. Their mind went into, well, I didn't have it, so you're not gonna have it. Let's just keep this generational curse of not helping each other alive. I'm gonna wrap this up, but before I wrap this up, I want you to think before I say what I'm about to say. And then I want you to just let that thing go where it's gonna go. <laughs> she sat back, yeah, I gotta see that. <laughs> if you could have a, a conversation with your mom, if she was sitting right here, what would you say to her? Jesus. It's crazy. You got me at a wrong time in my life, I think. Because I'm at the stage where I've given up, <laughs> honestly. But... I think... If she was sitting right there. After everything that we said, after everything we opened up, after the realization, like, damn, I did want validation, or damn, like, you really didn't create a safe space. What would you, what, it, what would that 1% that's still waiting for her to get it, what would you say to her? I think it's honestly all that I was looking for was somebody to say they understand how I felt, not understanding what I did because you know sometimes oh no you, you're talking to your mom oh okay. I'm not here so <laughs> tell, tell mama what you need to say you know sometimes you do things off of feeling because it feels right at the moment and then you look back and you realize that you might have been wrong and you know I just wanted somebody to understand what I was feeling and not to judge me off of, off of things I've done, mm. I guess. Okay, mm. and how do you feel? I feel like I'm ready to have a conversation with my mom now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mad, this really old, like I, I feel like maybe I should try. Okay. Um, a little bit harder with my mom. Because I was, I'm going to be honest with you, I was at the point where I was like, you know what? F this. Okay. Like, I, it is what it is. Our relationship, like, it's, we're, we're both at that age where it's like, it's probably nothing we could do about it. Okay. It's, so you kind of threw in the towel for yeah, a second. Yeah, honestly. Okay. And that's okay. Sometimes you got to throw in the towel for a second and be like, <laughs> what? it's funny because usually when you drop something, you realize why I dropped it. Now you have a decision. Y'all want to pick it back up? That's your mom until you die. Even when you die, that's your mom. Even when she passes over. Mm -hmm. And it's like, before you have a conversation, and we're about to wrap it up, before you have a conversation with her, ask yourself, what is the outcome that I want to have? How do I want this conversation to go? What tone do I want to give her? And then wrap that shit up in love and come to her correct. Be clear with what you need to say. Be clear with how you need to say it. Be clear with the result that you want out of it. And if she doesn't give you that result, love her anyway. But just understand that now it's, it's for your good to 
okay, mommy is mommy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let mommy be mommy. I'm going to love mommy for mommy. But maybe I need to mother myself. Maybe I need to give myself a safe place to be free. Maybe I need to give myself a, a safe place to just be unique and make mistakes and not bash myself for the mistakes. Maybe I need to love on my son in a way where I didn't get that. Maybe I need to be more vulnerable with myself and my emotions. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't need to be secret. Maybe I don't need to be so hard-headed. Maybe I just need to allow Nella to be Nella and all of her ups and downs and her shadow and her light and love on Nella in a way where my mom didn't love on it, but I'm gonna love on it because it's all me. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're spot on right now. <laughs> yeah. Um along with that, I feel like I also need to forgive her, I guess. Ooh. I feel like that's yeah. until I do, I won't. I feel like I'm holding a lot against her. Okay. And I won't be able to heal until I forgive. Forgive. Before you forgive her, though, you have to forgive you. Oh, yes. And you have to forgive you for a couple of reasons. One, for even feeling like I feel bad that I have to forgive my mom. Mm -hmm. Because there could be some guilt in that. Like, this is mommy. Why do I have to forgive mommy? Forgive yourself for feeling the shame, the guilt, the resentment, whatever you feel. Acknowledge what you feel. And then when you forgive her, Give space to acknowledge I'm angry, mommy. I'm hurt. I feel some type of way, mom. I don't like that. So when you forgive her, you know what you're forgiving her for. You're forgiving her for the emptiness or the holes that was placed or the the lack of freedom, whatever it is. But when you forgive her, forgive her with a heart of I'm ready to move past this. It doesn't make sense to forgive her if you're going to keep going back mm-hmm. and playing with the shit that was <laughs> you're, you're forgiving her for. So when you forgive her, forgive her with the intentions of either we're going to build now or I'm going to let you be who you be and I'm just going to love on myself now. You're still mommy. You're still grandma. But now I got I to gotta do me. And I forgive you to the point where you no longer have a hold on my growth. Mm-hmm. You no longer have a hold on my mind and how I mother my son. So, I thank you for being on this episode with me. Uh, we, I usually do this thing where we inhale, we exhale, we let all that shit go. So, I just want us to close our eyes for a second and just inhale, exhale, and let all that shit go. How do you feel after this? So calm. <laughs> like I needed this today. Right? Yeah. So to any people out there, mothers, daughters, it's okay to acknowledge that something was missing from your mom, but it's also okay to know that you're powerful enough, you're big enough to mother yourself. And the way the universe works, the universe will give you mother figures to love on you the way that your mother didn't love on you because you're gifted and you're powerful and you're deserving of such. That is 100% true. Ain't it though? Yes, it is. So until next time, I love you all because I can first love me and I will see you later. Peace.